Hello, and welcome to Exploring Health Equity. In this podcast, we'll hear from community members, doctors, professors, and more on urban health disparities. From the Rodham Institute at George Washington School of Medicine and Health Sciences in Washington, D.C., I'm Diana Plott. And I'm David Plott. In this episode, we'll focus on the health inequities resulting from varying degrees of economic stability. Wanda Polite is an outreach manager of Turning the Page and a health advocate who lives in Ward 7. She points out how lack of economic stability can affect the health of residents in Ward 7 and 8. So in this community, people have jobs, but they're usually part-time. It's economically disparate neighborhood. I help them understand their rights as tenants, the responsibility of the property owner, Two of them as tenants have safe, clean, dry housing, which to me affected the health of their children because a lot of sicknesses in Ward 7 has to do with environmental causes. And if you don't start in the home directly, it's good, but it's not the best. So if you start in the home and you educate the parents and the children, because at age four, they know what they shouldn't put in their mouth. According to the DC Fiscal Policy Institute, The district has a higher level of income inequality than any state in the country, with households in the top 20% of income having 29 times more income than the bottom 20%. The bottom fifth of DC households had just 2% of total DC income in 2016. There is a racial and geographic divide to this inequity. 32.5% of Ward 7 and 8 residents live in poverty, yet only 9.1% of Ward 3 residents fall under the poverty line. Wanda Polite talked about the best way to help solve the health inequity problem in D.C. A big part of health is money. Medical expenses are top right now. And despite the different programs we have, not only does the health going to the doctor is a plus because of the insurance, but how do they get there? So, and what's the time? So all of it makes a holistic approach. If we could do things on a Saturday at a school, when people normally work Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday, and we just rotate our venue. Ms. Polite encouraged health education in wards seven and eight, where parents are struggling economically. She also suggested that health education can be done at Unity Clinics through waiting room TV programs. According to the National Health Expenditures accounts, U.S. out-of-pocket healthcare spending grew 3.9% in 2016, reaching $352.5 billion, or $1,105 per capita. Hospital care spending rose just under 5% in 2016. In D.C. specifically, out-of-pocket healthcare costs reached almost $1,300, almost 20% above the nationwide average. These rising costs can take a toll on the wallets of impoverished Ward 7 and 8 residents, leaving them behind in terms of health. As a result of rising healthcare costs, economic stability has become an increasingly important factor in healthcare. There are other factors that complicate health inequity, such as lack of clinics, hospitals, and transportations. Here, Wanda Polite talks about it. And how in Ward 8 they have one hospital. That is very discouraging. It's discouraging in that if you get sick and you live in Ward 8, you only have one hospital. 
And because you live in Ward 8, which is the poorest ward, you definitely know there's no transportation outside of public transportation, which looks good to the naked eye. But when you go into those neighborhoods where a bus does not come through, there's areas in Ward 8, um, Congress Heights area, the buses don't go through. So the person or the parent or the family has to walk to the closest pickup location, which means getting to a hospital could be life or death. There are a number of organizations, such as Community Connections, Unity Healthcare, and Mary Center, that work to help solve the health inequities that spawn from economic instability. Community Connections especially helps families with histories of homelessness and concurrent behavioral health conditions, and who may also be recovering from trauma, addiction, or HIV and AIDS. Ishan Haru, Director of Community Impact at Community Connections, on what the organization is doing in Washington, D.C. People can come through the front door of Community Connections for mental health services, for substance abuse services, as well as housing. So usually it's one of those three things, um, and we kind of do a triage to figure out what a person needs. They may need all three. Um, and then in my capacity, I work with people primarily on the housing side and, and try to figure out housing as a support, as an intervention um, for folks so that they can really stabilize and do well in their treatment. As Haru said, good housing, which falls under economic stability, is key to making healthcare more effective. He said he is doing this work because he wants to help serve the most vulnerable people in Washington, D.C. I think I just want to do my part to make Washington, D.C. a much more inclusive city. Um, I think if you look at the history of Washington, D.C., it has quite the history of redlining. Um, so and a perfect example of that would be east of the river, which is in Anacostia, Ward 7, Ward 8, um, which has traditionally been um, extremely poor, um, lacking resources such as supermarkets, um, even libraries. I'm trying to fix those things, really serving the most vulnerable populations of Washington, D.C. Another organization in the fight against health inequities is Mary Center. It uses a holistic, multi-pronged approach to help each participant access individualized services that set them on the path toward good health, stable families, and economic independence. It has medical, social, and education services because it believes that individuals who are healthy and feel supported in their communities become better learners and are more motivated to achieve greater economic stability. Mary's Center provides healthcare regardless of the resident's ability to pay. Despite the work of Mary Center and other organizations, economic stability plays a major role in creating the health disparities that plague DC. Health professionals, especially when dealing with patients from economically disadvantaged areas, need to recognize the barriers economic instability can create, such as competing priorities and restricted access to certain resources. This podcast series is led by David Law and Diana Law at the Rodham Institute. We'd like to thank the Rodham Institute at the George Washington School of Medicine and Health Sciences and the Johns Hopkins Digital Media Center. If you'd like to find out more or donate to the Rodham Institute, please visit our website at smhs.gwu.edu slash Rodham Institute. Thanks for tuning in to Exploring Health Equity.